Welcome to Focus on Success with Fazia Costi. Our program is designed to help you with executive function challenges. Our guest experts offer perspective, experience, and ideas to improve different aspects of your life. Now, here is your host, Fazia Costi. Hi, welcome to the show. I'm really excited. We have a fabulous uh, guest today. Her name is Jamie Lerner. She is the co-author of the book, The Ever-Loving Essence of You. Uh, she can put a fresh spin on just about anything that anyone can throw her way. And her unique and masterful ability to reframe even the most difficult situations is absolutely astonishing. Welcome to the show, Jamie. Thank you for inviting me. It is my pleasure. I'm really looking forward to hearing uh, everything you have to say because I, I love your perspective on everything. But before we get started, uh, I, I would love to share a little bit more about who who you are, what your background is, what your education is. Would you mind sharing a little bit of that so that our listeners know who they're listening to? Of course. So I was born with a knowing, and I think that we all are. And I think that just the contrast of life, we move farther and further away from our um, self. And I was different in that I never heard any other voice other than my own. And um, I was very connected to myself from my earliest memory. However, I did not have a connection with my mom. So I spent half my life trying to figure that out. I studied psychology in college and went on to get my master's in social work. And then I had a psychotherapy practice. And as I was working in my practice, I realized that maybe the best thing to do to help clients was not to spend so much time looking back, especially since the hope is to move forward. So I gave that up and I traveled and I studied and now I do something different. It's the integrative approach to well-being. And really, it's about assisting people in assisting themselves. And that's what I'm doing. And it's, it's fun and it's a very gentle and loving process. And where do you do this work? Do you, do you work with people all over the country? Do you work with people locally? Do you do it through telehealth or in person? Could you talk a little bit more about that? Yes. So um, I have sessions on Zoom. Um, I gave up my office space, which was a really good decision for me. Um, and I text people. And um, so a lot of it is virtual. However, I feel that because I am so connected to myself, it becomes very easy to connect with others. And uh, they feel a sense of ease um, pretty quickly. So, yeah, absolutely. No, I, I love the fact that you are so comfortable with who you are and that you know yourself well and you're very connected with yourself. Um, I think it makes it easier to help others do that as well when you are already doing it. Would you agree with that? I do agree with that. And that's really the goal is to assist people in assisting themselves to um, reconnect with who they truly are. Because I think when we are connected to ourselves, we can guide ourselves from the inside. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, if somebody wanted to work with you, how long would you normally work with somebody? Does it differ per person or is there a specific length of time that you would work with somebody? The process is really quick, which is interesting because um, when you begin to become lovingly curious about yourself, I think that um, it's fun and gentle and it doesn't feel so hard and it's not so big. So most people worry when they think about going into therapy because they think they have to go back and talk about all those things that have happened to them and their past. And when we just start from right here and now in this moment, um, I think it's a lot easier to identify how we're feeling and what we're actually wanting for ourselves, which is a very big question. But um, You're right. It is a very big question. Most <laughs> people don't know what they want for themselves. 
you know, I, I think as we as we grow up, you know, we're busy doing things for our school teachers. We're busy doing things for our parents that we forget, even as kids, you know, we try to do things for ourselves, but we forget that we should really come first. And as we get older, those feelings of, you know, putting other people first, I think continues for, for a lot of people. And I, I find it fascinating when I work with kids, um, right around the time they become adults, they'll ask me permission for things and I'll explain to them, you're an adult. You don't have to ask anyone for permission. You get to make those decisions now. And it kind of throws them back a little bit because they haven't done that before. It's new. And it takes some time to get used to and sometimes to really get that momentum going and really focus on, yes, these are my decisions and I can make them for me. <laughs> so it's a, it's, a, it's a process, I believe. Yes, but all of our power is in taking personal responsibility. And that becomes kind of a new message for people as well, because we are living in a society that applauds the victim. And I think when we begin to ask people to step into that power, take personal responsibility and coming to know better who they are and what they're wanting for themselves, I think that they can take a deep breath and begin to think or start thinking and asking themselves some of those questions about themselves for themselves. Yeah, absolutely. Uh I want to change directions just a little bit, not not completely, but just a little bit. So when everyday challenges come up, how do you stay grounded? How do you stay focused and positive? And, and maybe we could talk a little bit about some suggestions that you might have for our listeners and how they can do it as well. I have really trained myself to see the upside of it. So I embrace contrast, which is really everything that I'm not wanting <laughs> as a wonderful opportunity. Because I think when we know what we don't want, that's when we not begin to know what we do. And you ask people all day long, you know, what do you want? And they tell you all day long what they don't want. So um, I, I am very good at reframing every single problem <laughs> and, um, and situation. Whereas I'm able to turn it upside down and look at it with a positive up because I believe it is an opportunity. Absolutely. How do you stay focused on that though? Because a lot of people get distracted though, you know, even for me who I, I meditate regularly, uh, sometimes two, three times a day, if I'm really feeling that I need to do that. Um, and so that helps ground me. And I feel like I'm fairly focused. I try to live my life around the uh, perspective of having gratitude for everything, even the negative things, because even when something that is not desired happens in my life, I look at it, I look at it as a learning opportunity. I learned I don't like that. You know, if I ate a meal I didn't enjoy, I'm like, okay, I learned that I don't like that particular meal. So, but every now and again, things get thrown at you and you know, um, you lose your perspective, you lose that focus. Uh, maybe you're not grounded as much. I mean, for me personally, I had a whole series of events happen over the last few months and I lost my focus because I got very ill and I was sick for several weeks and it was really hard to, to get that focus, get that positive feeling back. How, what do you recommend for people who struggle with things like that? I think one of the most important things that we can do for ourselves is self-care to nurture and nourish ourselves back into connection when we're feeling off balance. And I think that it does begin with us and we cannot expect others to do it for us. So to begin to spend a few minutes first thing in the morning and on us, whether it's sitting with a cup of coffee or whatever it is, because it's so easy to get frustrated and to become um, resentful if we haven't done something for ourselves first. The other thing we've done is that we have used all those people in our lives as an excuse why we're not caring for ourselves. Yeah. 
Absolutely. I, I completely agree with you. And and self-care doesn't have to be, you know, going to the spa every weekend. It, it, it's as easy, like you said, as having that cup of coffee, taking that time in the morning to kind of think about your day. How How is it going to go? Maybe, you know, wearing your hair in a style that makes you feel good, wearing your favorite shoes. Um, you know, for some people, it's wearing lipstick. For others, it's, you know... Um, just having that cup of coffee and, and that peaceful drive to work or whatever it is. I agree with you that it's so important to help make you uh, feel more positive, to help you stay focused, to help you stay grounded. Because if you don't have those things, your whole day is chaotic. And you cannot give any of things, those things to others around you. It's just not possible. And and I think everyone realizes that. So you get a different reaction from people too. A lot of times we think we're getting a a bad reaction from somebody else and it's really their response to how we're, how we're behaving. It's not really them. I mean, it just depends on the situation, obviously, but sometimes it can be us. And that goes back to that accountability and taking responsibility for our own actions and behaviors. Would you agree with that? Well, let me ask you about this. Sure. I think if we're connected to ourselves and we're not feeling good about ourselves, we're not feeling good, period. So it's not really about someone's reaction to us. It's about the mere fact that we're not feeling good. That's it. That's the indicator that you are so worthy. You're worth your own time and attention to reconnect yourself, to hook yourself back up with you so that you can feel better for you. Thank Not you. for the other. Awesome. What, what's your favorite strategy that helps create positive results? So for your clients, if they come to you and say, well, you know, life has just been really difficult. I can't get grounded. I can't get focused. Um, I'm having a really difficult time staying positive. What strategies do you uh, give them that helps them create more positive results? To break everything down to a moment because we tend to think of even our current situation as our life when our current situation is just a series of moments. So to really slow everything down and just take it moment by moment. And I think that that really helps because we tend to run away in our minds with whatever drama is going on in our And all of a sudden it feels like that is our life, but it's not. It's just a moment in our life. And then the next moment, every moment's a choice. And I think that we all have the personal power that we can step into to make a choice of how we are wanting to feel in the next moment. We're not a victim. We have agency and we can choose. And sometimes we can choose to do something like distract ourselves. And that's a great choice if we're feeling overwhelmed. So little things, very, very small, simple steps, I think create huge changes. Can you give some examples of some of the things that your clients have done that have helped them stay positive? When people tell me what they can't do, like I, I... I'm so scattered. I'm, I can't do this. I can't do this. I ask them, well, what can you do in this moment? In this moment, what can you do? And everyone can do something in this moment, whatever it is, however small it is. Because I think that we forget how powerful we are and how we direct all of our actions with our thoughts. And we are in charge of our thoughts. We think our thoughts and feel our feelings. So once again, to redirect all of that back to the person and really encourage them to make a choice in this moment that would feel better. Maybe it's not going to feel good, but what is the choice you could make that would feel better than the choice you're making about what you're thinking about right now? Thank you. Do you believe success can be achieved if you focus on it. Yes, I do. I think what we focus on is what we get. And most people focus on what they don't want and what do they have that they don't want. (laughs) So 
Let's talk a little bit about the art of allowing. Can you tell us what that means? What does it mean to allow? The art of allowing is a practice and um, it's a really nice way to move about the world and to be in relationships with others. However, it requires that we are so connected to ourselves and so clear about what we're wanting for ourselves that we then extend that same courtesy to others. So that would mean I'm clear about what I'm wanting and I understand that the person that I'm interacting with has totally different clarity for themselves. And I extend that same courtesy to them without judgment, without a point of view. And that is what allowing Allow myself to be aware of who I am right now and allow the other people around me to have that same courtesy. Well, thank you for defining that. So how can this help people improve things like executive their executive uh, functioning skills like time management or communication or problem solving. Can, can you talk specifically about how that, that can help? I think once again, when we're very clear for ourselves, we tend to mind our own business and we're not so concerned about what <laughs> other people are doing. That is and, true. <laughs> and we have less judgments and we tend to just stay focused on ourselves. And once again, um, I think that that feels really good. It doesn't mean that we're ignoring people, but what it means is that we are really allowing people to just do what they're doing because it has nothing to do with us. So the art of allowing, I think, is effective in every single area of our lives. However, to get there, once again, it's a practice. It, it, takes, it takes practice to stay connected to who we are. And that's where it all starts. When we're connected to ourselves, we feel good. When we feel good about us, we feel good about everybody. That is a very true statement. Um, how can someone practice this? Can you give me an example of what it looks like to practice allowing? And I know you, you spoke more broadly about it, but maybe from the perspective of a client, what does their day look like? Their day looks very focused on themselves where they are not spending a lot of time looking outside of themselves, having commentary about what everyone's doing, what they're wearing, what they're saying, what they're driving, what they're, because we tend to be very busy outside of ourselves, not minding our own business. And every minute we're doing that, we're not tending to ourselves. As a matter of fact, that's a great clue that we are very disconnected. And so when you catch yourself, you should laugh about it because it's kind of funny, you know? Um, and then if we could ask ourselves, what do I need in this moment to connect with myself? Because that's really where we need to be. We need to be tuned in to our inner voice, our inner knowing, our inner being, our intuition. Um, I think that that is a, Oh, really a great way to um, be successful. No, I, I appreciate that. That's, uh, that's very helpful. And I hope that, um, you know, as people listen to this podcast, because after today it will be a podcast, um, it will help them connect with themselves a little bit better and maybe be less judgmental and, and help them focus on the things that may, they need to focus on to make their lives more successful. So I like that. Um, how can someone get unstuck if they continuously focus on what isn't working for them? Uh, we've talked a little bit about, you know, a variety of ways to do self-care, and but people still get stuck. H how do you advise them to get unstuck? So I think when we make a little shift, a little shift, it's kind of like sitting in your chair and kind of like moving in a different position so that you could be more comfortable. Okay. And stuck is just a moment. However, we use being stuck as our excuse for everything. So I think 
once again, when we are tuned into ourselves and we kind of know, we call ourselves out on what's going on and laugh about it, then we can make a choice. Like in this moment, am I using being stuck as my excuse not to move forward into something I'm really desiring because I'm afraid? I mean, that's a great question to ask yourself. Because if that's the case, you have a choice. And you have a choice to stay stuck and be afraid. And you also have a choice to address whatever you're afraid of and to work through it. Yeah, thank you. How can you truly manifest what you want in your life? Do you talk to your clients about manifestation and manifesting their best life, things like that? Um, yes. And it's interesting because children are the most amazing manifestors. They're daydreaming all day long. And that's basically what manifesting is. It's thinking about something and not just thinking about it, but feeling it in your body and getting excited about it and not really even caring if it happens. And that's when the things that we desire the most show up the quickest. Zero action, no action at all. It's just the daydream. Yeah, it's it's that internal processing of that communication you have with yourself. Um, I think helping people be at peace really helps manifesting because when you are at peace, you can see things a little bit more clearly. You can think about it more clearly, and I think you can act on it with clarity as well. So I think having that peacefulness really helps. And it sounds like a lot of what you help your clients do is find that communication with the, within themselves so that they can feel at peace and they can feel good about who they are so that they can also treat everyone else the same as they are treating themselves. Yes. And it's amazing how that works. Now, the quickest way to not manifest something is to tell other people about it. <laughs> so and why is that because they will without a doubt talk you out of it and tell you all the reasons why it's so ridiculous that you even have this thought or desire so the less we share the better off we are until we've already manifested it and then we don't even need to share it because it's living it's happening yeah, I can I can see how that would uh, benefit most people. Uh, I was thinking of uh, an example that uh, you know uh, my producer Tacey actually wanted me to do a newsletter a while back uh, about you know six months ago, and I, I said no, newsletter is too much work. I, I don't want a newsletter. That's a lot of work. But what I do want is a magazine. And I started talking to all my colleagues and everyone was like, yeah, you will we'll write an article for you. And, and so I manifested my um, magazine with the help of my colleagues and coworkers and friends. And, and it turned out to be this really amazing experience because now I have a magazine. And I did that by asking people if they would participate or if they were interested or basically what they thought of it. And so I, I could definitely see the other side too, where you want to keep things internal, like manifesting a new job. I can uh, see that as also either direction, you know, you could keep it to yourself or you could talk to people that might be able to help. So I, I can definitely see your perspective, but I can also from experience, see the other side. There's certain situations where I think it might help to have a conversation with, with the right people. We, you know, I, I don't know how you feel about that, but I've noticed for me, it really helps to talk to the right people. I, I've had my naysayers. I've had people that say, oh, a magazine, that, that you can't do a magazine. No, no, I can. <laughs> and so I think it just depends on who you're talking to. Would you agree with that at all? I, that's a great example. I would think that that is more of a collaboration because it seems to me that you were pretty clear this is what you were going to do. And then oh, yeah. you, and so the people, that are not so clear, way too super clear. That's what I would say. Because I don't think it's, and it sounds like you have wonderful supportive people around you. 
That I do. I have amazing people around me. I, I truly do. It's it's phenomenal. And you've but, attracted that every yes. single person. So congratulations to you. Yeah. No, thank you. No, that's why I was asking, <laughs> yeah. you know, what you thought of that. Because when I go talk to people about my ideas, I don't really get very many no's. Most people are on board. When I when I come up with an idea, I don't I don't have anybody telling me no, you can't do that. So that's why I was thinking sometimes I feel like I manifest with other people. Um, how how do you think people can manifest specifically in their careers and in their personal lives, like separately? Do you think it differs? Well, the thing that you cannot do is manifest for someone else. And that's really important for people to know because people wish things for other people all the time, and yet it doesn't work that way. The person has to really want it for themselves. So, um, yeah, but I do, I think that we could really manifest anything and everything for ourselves in every area of our lives. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And I, and I think we're getting ready to take a break and we can come back after break and talk about this a little bit more. Uh, we could do probably an entire show on yeah. just manifestation. Um, but before we go to the break, um, I would like to tell everybody that we're here with Jamie Lerner. She's the co-author of The Ever-Loving Essence of You. And Jamie, how can somebody get in contact with you if that's uh, if they'd like to maybe do a, um, you know, uh, some sessions with you or if they'd like to buy your book? How, how can they get in contact with you? The book is available on Amazon, and I have a website. It's www.jamie-lerner.com. Thank you so much. And if you'd like to get in touch with me, my uh, website is executivefunctioncoachaz.com. And you can go onto that website and subscribe to our magazine, Executive Function Magazine. Uh, Our next issue comes out on April 10th. If you're interested in writing for the magazine, or if you're interested in writing for the blog on our website, or if you're interested in meeting with me for a consultation, a free consultation, uh, you can um, contact me through the website, or you can call me directly at 480-648-1122. And the radio show, as well as our YouTube channel is also on the website. So there's a lot of information on there. Uh, feel free to go and um, connect with me if, if that's something you so choose. Once again, that website is executivefunctioncoachaz.com. And I want to just kind of, I, I just want to quickly throw out a thank you for all the listeners in Arizona and uh, California and um, also in China and the Netherlands and Ireland. We have uh, people all over the world listening. So I just want to thank you all. Without you, we would not have this radio show. And uh, we will be back after these messages, and we'll talk some more with um, Jamie Lerner, the co-author of The Ever-Loving Essence of You. So um, thank you for listening, and we'll be back after these messages. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. If you are struggling with organization, time management, or other executive functions, Bozzi Acosti is ready to put you on the path to success. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Bozzi works with in-person clients at her Phoenix, Arizona office or with clients anywhere across the country remotely. Mention that you heard this ad from the Focus on Success radio show and receive a free initial consultation with Fazia, plus $50 off an intake evaluation, a $300 value. Visit executivefunctioncoachaz.com or call 480-648-1122. Voice America programs are now available on your favorite connected device including Amazon, Alexa, and Google Home. Through streams with Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, and iHeartRadio, listening to your favorite show is as easy as saying the show name followed by the word podcast. Hey, Alexa, play Finding Your Frequency podcast. If that doesn't work, try adding on TuneIn or on iHeartRadio or on Apple Podcasts. You need to live up to your full potential. You've heard that for years, but now there's a channel to help you get there. 
Introducing the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Our listeners have told us that they want to be motivated, hear about success stories, and positive encouragement around the clock. And we've responded to you. The Voice America Empowerment Channel is the home of the world's top life coaches, entrepreneurs, and success experts. Listen to the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's here at VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. You are listening to Focus on Success. To reach Fazia Costi or her guest on the live show, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to Fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. Now, back to Focus on Success. Hi, welcome back. I'm Fazia Costi, and today we're speaking with Jamie Lerner. She's the co-author of The Ever-Loving Essence of You, and we are having a wonderful conversation about being focused and grounded and positive, and um, I hope you are enjoying um, our conversation as well. Uh, Welcome back, Jamie. Thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. I'm really glad you're on today. I I think you um, have a really amazing topic because so many people, I I think, could benefit from having a better relationship with themselves. Um, One of the things that we left off with at the break was talking about manifestation. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how somebody can manifest really awesome things into their life? We talked about, you know, thinking or keeping things to yourself, but what are the steps for manifesting? Well, first you have to feel worthy. So you have to actually on some level believe that what you're wanting to manifest is possible to include in your life. So I like to give people permission. Like you're worthy. You know, you you can manifest, you can have anything. And most people are kind of, that's all brand new to them. They are used to um, living with a lot of limitations that were imposed on them from whoever family of origin. And the idea that they could think the sky is the limit and wish for and want something that they never thought they could have, that is going to be a tough one to manifest. So we have kind of closed the gap from where you are in terms of your beliefs and what you're actually wanting and believe that you can have. And then once you do that, I really encourage people to start daydreaming, like to just start thinking about something that they want to be, you know, or someplace that they want to go or something that they want to have. And think about it to the point that you feel really good when you're thinking about it and you can see it in your mind and you can feel it in your body. And it doesn't even matter if it happens or not. That amount of time that you're taking tuned into those manifestations that that's it that's it so you can manifest anything you just have to really focus on it and believe in it and and believe in it with your whole heart and yes and your mind and your body and not even care if it happens yeah i i like that it was as you were talking and you and i just met today but as you we're talking, I was thinking about the story that you told me, you know, as we've been having this conversation, or I, I believe before we even started on the radio show, you told me about how you had um, a, a practice, a psychotherapy practice, you wanted to give back, you've written this book. And, you know, at some point, you had to think about this book, it had to be uh, a, pro- you know, a process of I want this book, and you had to find somebody to co author with you. Now you're doing this uh, tour, trying to promote your book. And all of these things would not have happened if you hadn't thought of them, correct? Correct. Absolutely. And I think if we reflect back on our lives, everything that everyone is doing in this moment is a manifestation from a lot of things that they thought about in earlier times. 
Can you manifest negative things as well? I think we do that all day long. And I, and yeah, I no, think, I agree. <laughs> I think because what you think about is what you get wanted or unwanted. So, exactly. yeah, so I think it's always better to consciously create your life than to create it out of default. Yes, I do. Yeah, no, I know. I completely agree. I, I agree that whatever you think about is what you get. So it's really important to think about the things you want, not the things you don't want, because you'll get them. You'll just get the wrong thing. Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And then we want to blame everyone around us. But in fact, we created those things through our thoughts. We attracted those things into our experience, which means we can also attract other things into our experience. We're very, very powerful beings. Oh, I completely agree with you. I, I think that's, uh, that's, a, that's an understatement. Yeah, it's just unbelievable what you can manifest. Um, let's talk a little bit about intuition. You called it a superpower earlier, and I love that because it, it truly can be. And I want you to talk a little bit about what intuition is and how we can use it to better our lives and, and how it's a superpower. There is a little voice that is within us, and hopefully that voice becomes clearer and more familiar to us as we tune. However, there's also this feeling of something tapping us on the shoulder all day long, and we're not interested. It's, you know, we don't have time, or we make a million excuses. However, that tapping on the shoulder, trying to get our attention, well, it never stops. It is our inner being, inner knowing, and it is trying to direct us from the inside. So there are times when we all have had a feeling that we should turn left and we end up, you usually go right, but this moment we should turn left. And we listen to our intuition. We find out a little later that if we had turned right, we would have been involved in a big accident. So things like that happen all day long to us. And there are times when we get a feeling about doing something and we don't do it. And then we realize like, oh my goodness, we should have listened to ourselves. And I've never heard anyone say, I should not have listened to myself. I hear people all day long saying, I should have listened to myself. Because we know before we know, even though we don't know how, or why we know, we know for ourselves. And that is intuition. And it is a superpower. And it's constantly trying to direct us to our highest self. How can somebody learn to listen to their intuition better? To quiet our mind, Jen, because we're so busy in our mind and so distracted. And usually the things we're thinking about are not even about ourselves. So we're so trained from an early age to focus on what's going on outside. And I encourage people to redirect themselves back to what's going on inside. You know, what are you thinking about in this moment? And if it is about what someone else is wearing or doing, laugh about it. But then take a moment and redirect yourself inward. Some people are really uncomfortable sitting with their own thoughts and feelings. However, that is true. Yeah. Just a few minutes a day at the beginning of the day to start there and focus on just three things that you really appreciate about yourself. That's a great way to start your day. I like that. I like that. What other tips can you offer um, our listeners to help them maybe quiet their mind and, and become more aware of their own thoughts? I think if you, if you start to understand your mind chatter, you should fact check it. You should ask yourself <laughs> if, in fact, this is something that somebody said to you from when you were little. Or if this is true right here again. Because I think quite often we have dragged 
all of these beliefs and feelings and labels that we were given um, into our experience now. And until we question it, we almost believe it's all true. And when we question it, we understand that 90% of it is not true at all. So I think that's also really helpful. I, I love that, you know, fact check your own thoughts. You're right. Because we have so many thoughts that go through our head all day long. And sometimes we react to them. Sometimes we don't. But you're right. They may not all be true. And that's a very important thing. I don't know if most people realize. They just assume if they thought it, it's true. But it may not be. It's certainly 90% of it is not true. I can tell you that. And if there is something that resonates with you and you think it is true and you need to look back at where it came from, look back at it from your right here and now adult perspective, because you're a grown-up. And from your grown-up perspective, that whole story will unfold very differently. Yeah, that is, that is very true. One of the things I'd like to talk about is um, COVID. Um, for the last two years or so, it's really impacted how we live our lives every single day, how we work, how we interact with other human beings, how we do so many different things. And I would like to hear your perspective on how COVID has become, you know, part of our lives, how you, you help people maybe deal with COVID, how it helps, um, how you help them kind of get past that. And, and we had talked a little bit on the break. Um, so maybe you can even offer a step-by-step guide as to how people can get to that place of inner peace and having that relationship with themselves again. I think that we've all um, had to slow down and the universe has sat us all down. Um, and a lot of us have been in, at home, you know, we're not able to really go out and get out and distract ourselves from uh, in ways that we were used to, um, even with other people. But what I found is for a lot of people, they've discovered themselves. They've really began to question like, who they are and what they want. And um, it's been very inspiring. It's been an opportunity to reevaluate and to, you know, switch everything up. I've had so many clients move like across the country out of like nowhere or reinvent themselves in a profession that, you know, they've always wanted to have, but they were too afraid to leave their secure job or in a relationship where they've been married for 20 years, but they've never been happy. And then they realized like, no, my life is now. And, you know, so there have been some really interesting things that have come out of this um, period of time. And uh, it's been actually very inspiring to watch how people have used this time to reinvent themselves, I have to say. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have, like, examples of specific clients that you can maybe uh, talk about, you know, their transformation through COVID? Um, Maybe from when everything started, how they made some decisions and how, where they are now? Yes, I have uh, several clients that ended up moving back home. And that was really difficult because these are were people that were used to living on their own um, and having a lot of um, independence and being able to come and go as they please. And moving back home just stirred up so much old issues, uh, things that they, you know, hadn't thought or really experienced feeling in a long time. So I think that was really tough for actually a lot of people. Um, and they were, oh, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, no, no. I, I was just going to say, you're right. That is, that is a very difficult situation moving back in uh, with your parents, because as an adult, you know, uh, well, as a child, you have one relationship with your parents. As an adult, you have a completely different relationship. And when you go back into that home that you grew up in, 
it almost reverts back to a childhood relationship. And that's very uncomfortable, I think, for a lot of people. I, I, I can imagine it would be for anybody. Yes. So one of the things I really help those clients do is to process whatever those thoughts and feelings were from, once again, the right here now adult perspective, because they were able to really sift through the issues, I, I like to think of it as like sorting socks, you know, all the socks come out of the dryer and they all look the same, but they're not, you know, there's one little detail on a pair of socks that's different from all the rest. And to be able to say like, this is my issue. This is not my issue. This is my issue. This is definitely not my issue. And it that was a really empowering thing for some of those clients to be able to do and understand which part of who they are right now and their issues with their parents and family of origin was theirs and which were not. And a lot of them were not their issues, but they carried them from living at home with their parents to going to college to whatever the next relationship or living situation was. So that was very healing, I think, and empowering for um, a, a group of those clients to do that work, the inner work. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have like a step-by-step guide that you could talk a little bit about how people can kind of trans follow through on that transformation through COVID? Like what, what are some things that you might recommend to help them get to where they need to be? Cause it has been a very difficult year. I mean, a lot of people are working from home, something they didn't expect, especially with kids Um, and you know, as an, you know, the example you gave with your client that figured out after 20 years, she didn't really find happiness with her spouse and wanted to be divorced. Um, you know, how, how does that, how does, how does somebody get from those difficult situations to being where they need to be? Do you have like a step-by-step, um, guide that you can, you can offer? So I don't have step-by-step. I have suggestions for people and I think people should do what feels best for them because I think for every person, step-by-step is not a universal. Everyone has a different approach and comfort zone to moving towards where they want to be. Um, The thing that I always tell people is be very gentle with yourself. Like wherever you are is fine. That's where you are once again in this moment. And you're not stuck, even if you feel stuck. And so the things like self-care, five minutes in the morning, that's huge. Just the little things to have the vision, the desire of where you want to be. That's huge. It doesn't mean that you're going to get there in the next day or two days. but And to be very tuned in to the mind channel. You know, what are you talking about with yourself, about yourself? And that is ginormous. The things that we say to ourselves, about ourselves, we wouldn't say to another human being. That is true. (laughs) So, yeah, a lot of people would never say the things they think to somebody else. No, but then we have to laugh about it because when you laugh, it kind of creates a things feel less heavy and there's a little levity and then there's the next moment and you can take the next step to soften the conversations that you're having with yourself, soften the tone, soften the words, soften the feelings, create more compassion for yourself. Those are ways to nourish and nurture ourselves back again. Yeah, no, I, I like that. Thank you for, for sharing that. And hopefully that that's really helpful to our listeners. Um, one of the last questions I wanted to ask you is, why do you feel people are always trying to improve their lives? Why do you think we're not happy where we're at? I don't think that people even know that happiness is an option. So I think They're always looking for whatever will make them happy. Nothing makes us happy, on one hand. On the other hand, if you told someone your birthright is to be happy, I think that they would be confused about it. 
So do we really believe that we can be happy? I don't think most people do. I don't think they believe it at all. And there's a good amount of people that don't want to be happy. Why are we always insisting people need to be happy when people don't want it for themselves? So, which is what we're doing. There's a million books in the bookstore on happiness. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> in the meantime, I think when you're in a place where you're really connected to yourself and feeling good, then everything feels like a sunny day. You see the endless potential that, you know, is available to you. Life is fun. Life feels good. You're enthusiastic. You're optimistic. You want more. Yeah, no, you are so right. I think it has to come from within. You are you are absolutely right. And and I, I really appreciate you coming on the show today and talking about this. I have one last question for you. Uh, what advice would you give your 20-year-old self? To allow people to be where and who they are. Because I remember, even at 20 years old, wanting everyone to be where I was. Because it felt so good to be there. And I knew life was great and there was so much more and blah, 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 blah. And I think I really pushed them in a way that was uncomfortable for people, for other people. And now I know way better. But you way, came way from better. A, <laughs> but you came from a place of, you know, uh, wanting them to be happy, wanting them yes. to experience what you were experiencing, but they and, weren't at that place yet. And most people aren't at that place. So the idea to allow people to just be where they are and who they are, that is the most gracious thing that we can do. Thank you so much. Um, today, we talked to Jamie Lerner, and she's the co-author of The Ever-Loving Essence of You. And you can get that on Amazon. And Jamie, would you like to share your website again, please? Yes, it's www.jamie-lerner.com. Well, it's been an absolute pleasure chatting with you today. Um, if you'd like to get in touch with me, you can go to my website, executivefunctioncoachaz.com. On that website, you can subscribe to our magazine, Executive Function Magazine. You can also um, listen to our podcasts as well as contact me directly for any free consultations. If you'd like to call me, my phone number is 487, I'm sorry, 480-648-1122. And um, we are looking for people who are interested in writing articles for the magazine. So if that's something you're interested in doing, you may also uh, connect with me through the website. If you'd like to be a guest on the show, um, feel free to send me an email. Uh, my email is fazia at executivefunctioncoachaz.com. And I just want to thank you all for listening. Uh, without you, this would not be possible. And I want to thank Jamie Lerner once again. So thank you so much. We'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Focus on Success. Please join your host, Fazia Costi, for another program next Wednesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again, have a great week.